Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Bird sliding to his right, onto the stick of Ajo. What comes across? Nature scores! Second power play goal for Carolina. They now lead 2-0. Now turn over here. Two on one. Ajo scores! 20 postseason goals for Sebastian Ajo in his Hurricanes career. Started staying out of the scrums and score again. But Gekkard in his first game with the Hurricanes now has a goal. Two points. Carolina up 5-1. to one. Time winding down here in Elmont, New York. The Carolina Hurricanes defeat the New York Islanders 5-2. Canes take a three games to one lead in this series. And that was the win that the Carolina Hurricanes got yesterday to go up 3-1 in their series over the New York Islanders. Welcome back to the Wesson Walker Show Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. And to talk more about that win in the Carolina Hurricanes, we have Walt Ruff from Hurricanes.com. Ruff Ryder. Let's go, baby. How you doing? <laughs> What's going on, fellas? How are you? I love the intro music. Very fitting. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing great, man. So talking about that win last night, we know the Canes had that playoff road winning streak and wanted to get rid of it. How much were they thinking about this, and was it a point of emphasis post game? Were guys excited about getting that off of their backs? Well, to be honest, I know that everyone's looking for yes to be the answer here, but we had been asking them in the days leading up to it as well, you know, is this starting to weigh on your mind? And everybody was pretty consistently saying no, but I do think to an extent it's just something you would like to shake, right? Whether it was coincidence or whether it was legitimately struggling on the road and maybe some of the, you know, games within the game, if you will, and matchups and certain facets of it, but uh, there were a couple guys who admitted that it was relieving just to kind of shake probably from the aspect of not being asked about it anymore. But uh, yesterday's win was certainly one for a variety of reasons that made the team feel good. And so Coach Brenda Moore told them that they needed to trust their set plays on power plays, and it paid off for them yesterday with some of those big goals. How much can we expect to see this going forward? Well, I remember when we talked last week, we discussed how much special teams was going to play a factor in the rest of the series. And, you know, Friday night, a lot of the discussion was around how if Carolina had converted on some of their power plays, they may have been up 3 nothing in the series. Um, so it was nice to see them get rewarded yesterday. We know very rarely when these things are talked about and they're, you know, that big of a point of emphasis that they wind up turning around and becoming such a big you know, success factor so soon. So it was nice to see them get multiple goals on the power play yesterday. Hopefully that is something they can carry over into tomorrow. Um, of course, the Islanders will be looking at that and trying to make adjustments on their end too, but certainly a, a thing to feel good about for Carolina entering tomorrow's game five. Walt Ruff of Hurricanes.com joining us right now on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. I want to talk a little bit just about individual players. The first one is Sebastian Ajo. You wrote on Hurricanes.com the second goal of the series was also the 20th of his postseason career, and that officially passed Eric Stahl, a Hurricane giant in this franchise's history, and that is now the second right on that list. 
Uh, is it too soon to start talking legacy conversation with Sebastian Ajo? He's only 25 years old, but I just, I see that. I see him pass somebody, a giant like Eric Stahl, and I'm thinking, man, already at this age, he's making his way on those types of lists. What, what kind of legacy talk should we have around Ajo right now? Well, I mean, anytime you reach a milestone like that, it kind of comes with it, right? Uh, whether it be a reflection more of the organization's somewhat relatively young history in the postseason. I know, you know, 02 and 06 and things like that will always come to mind, but we do have to be honest with ourselves. And there was a dead period for a while when mm-hmm. it came to the Carolina Hurricanes and the Stanley Cup playoffs. And Sebastian Ajo is one of those reasons why the Carolina Hurricanes are having the success that they've had over the last couple of years. So it's Nice to see him creeping up these lists. Like you said, he's still a young cat, right? There's a lot of hockey left out of him. So I don't think it's unfair for the discussion to come along. I, you know, I don't see him as the type of player that even pays it any mind and would let it get to him. Uh, but it, uh, for another point, too, it goes to show how special he is and you know, kind of enjoy the moment with him. Uh, there could be a lot of hockey left with him in the playoffs, and uh, he's certainly someone who's, quote, driving the ship for the team right now and hopefully will be for years to come. Uh, now, at least Mackenzie McEachern is on the list now. Okay, he's not second. He still has a ways <laughs> to go. But he is on the list having scored a postseason goal. Look, I know what he said after the game. He said he it's not that hard to just step into um, you step into the lineup, playing with a group that he hasn't played with all season long. But I still thought it was impressive. Just how impressed were you? Very impressed. Honestly, it is so difficult to jump right into the lineup. He didn't play a regular season game with the team. Uh, that is, you know, borderline unheard of. I know it's, some of the stats get a little obscure, but the first non-rookie since 1981 to make his team debut with the team and score in the playoffs. So uh, it's certainly impressive. I think it's very fair to expect him in the lineup again tomorrow. Now, we know the Hurricanes are very shorthanded when it comes to some of the injuries they've had, so it wouldn't at all surprise me to see him back on that top line tomorrow night alongside Sebastian Ajo and Seth Jarvis. But a feel-good story, right? These are the stories within the stories that you look for this time of year, and uh, that was certainly one yesterday for the Canes. And so while looking ahead, if the Hurricanes are able to close out this series, they would play the winner of the Devils and the Rangers. Which one of those teams do you think would give them the tougher time? Well, it's hard not to say the Rangers, given um, how successful they've been in recent postseasons. They obviously had Carolina's Hurricane numbers last postseason, uh, and they've got pretty much everything you look for in a complete team built, right? They've got a really quality goalie. They're good on defense. Uh, they've just got a plethora of talent at forward and embarrassment of riches, if you will. Uh, their special teams are pretty good. They're pretty potent. They can strike on the power play. So uh, to be honest, I would prefer to not see the Rangers, but uh, it certainly makes tonight's game between the Rangers and Devils that much more musty because, you know, New Jersey's going with a different goaltender that they did in game three. They were able to take one on the road. And now we get to see if they're going to make it a series uh, tonight there in New York. Well, yeah, and you mentioned the goalies. You know, Rod Brendamore, he talked about the rationale of starting, you know, Ranta for a fourth consecutive game. He said with our goalies, it's just give us a chance, keep us in the game. Is is that going to be enough if they continue to go deeper into the postseason, or are you going to have to see better production out of that position? No, I think what Ranta has done thus far has certainly been adequate. I mean, it's true. That's all you can ask for. Give us a chance to win the game. and. I think that phrase became even more relevant after the last month and a half or so of the regular season where uh, we saw a couple of individual gaps in net 
that maybe led to some defeats for the Hurricanes. And, you know, of course, it's funny we can laugh now because game one, that was a gap on Ranta's part uh, and the goal that kind of handcuffed him and he missed on the poke check and it went in. Now, fortunately, it was the only goal he allowed for the rest of the night. He was incredible. Um, but I think he's doing his part. I really do. Of course, you want to see your goalie steal you games when they can. Um, we're not at that point yet, but I do think he's capable of doing that because if you look at his regular season and the shutout performances that he had, he's capable of stealing games, and knowing that he has that in him is certainly one of the reasons why they keep going back to him in that. That was Walt Ruff on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. You can follow him on Twitter at Walt Ruff. Walt, we'll be talking to you down the road, hopefully with more Hurricanes wins in tow. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. Looking forward to it.